Hey guys, welcome back. It's Kathleen. This is This Insecure Life. And honestly, this week I am falling asleep and it is very early. And um, quite frankly, there's been a lot happening in the last week. It has been busy. So I thought I would just talk about something <laughs> fun. Um, and that is... Gilmore Girls. What, what? Uh, <laughs> it is one of my favorite shows. It's actually currently on my TV right now as I record, um, but it's muted. And it does relate to the entire theme of the podcast. <laughs> uh, it is my comfort show. So probably in the last year, I've watched it probably 10 times. Uh, the revival, maybe only twice. Just because uh, remakes and revivals are not as good as the OG things. But there is some wild, ooh, wild loveliness, I want to say, when it comes to this show. Because, I don't know, I always saw myself as Rory, and I still do in a lot of ways, but now watching the show um, as a 31-year-old, and it starts when Lorelai is 32, there's definitely some connection there as well. And it's a really interesting thing when you grew up with something, TV show, a movie, um, comic books, whatever it is, and how that actually changes as you grow up and the nostalgia, but also the new lessons you can learn as you watch. Um, I didn't realize that rewatching shows was such a normal thing. I thought I was a crazy person uh, for doing it and I'm sure I am for other reasons. And also I really shouldn't use that term because it's ableist. So gonna work on that. <laughs> but it's also uh, a way to cope with anxiety and get some comfort while still in a really safe space. So the reason I do watch it is because it brings me back. It makes me feel at peace. It does feel a little bit like home, but I can expect what's happening. I know the emotions I'm probably going to feel. I can connect with the characters along the way, and it's such a beautiful thing when that happens. Um, there are problematic things, right? When you watch media or read media that was created in sort of another time. And it's not been that long, uh, but it's been long enough that you can see how the writing um, is sometimes fatphobic and sometimes classist and um, not always quote-unquote PC or just good for humans. Uh, it can be very hurtful in some respects. And so when you're evaluating and watching media, there is a purpose behind it, right? And this is why representation matters, even in those shows and movies and online games we like, because the world is a microcosm when you put it into a media sphere. But it's also controlled by certain people. So it's a weird shift in dichotomy and so interesting um, to work with and figure out. But 
I don't know. There's there is something really lovely about being able to go back and just take your mind off the everyday to soak in and absorb those good things. So I guess um I don't know. I don't know why I was going to try and explain the reasons why and list them why I love this show. And it is it's witty, but I feel like it's witty in a way that isn't too above and beyond um <laughs> the ages that the wit is coming from, if that makes sense. I also grew up and I love Dawson's Creek and I can't find anywhere to stream it. So if you have a tip on that, please let me know. But I also grew up watching that and I feel like it definitely influenced how I thought you were as a teenager because they were talking so eloquently and using these big words. And it was just this wild... (laughs) high school and then university life and that is not the reality whereas the verbal sparring that seems to happen in Gilmore Girls really does change depending on who is doing the verbal sparring and they acknowledge there are things that people aren't going to understand if there is a cultural difference um a lot of times with Lorelai and Mrs. Kim um and so I really enjoy it for that reason. It is an intellectually written show without downplaying sort of that everyday experience. Uh, <laughs> uh, the characters really come to life for me. And oh boy, if there is a Miss Patty out there, I really want to meet you. <laughs> um, it's It's fun. Right? There are some real issues that happen in the show, but it doesn't make it too heavy. And with who I am and with what I've been in through in my life and what I haven't been through, it's nice to be able to find a show that has a balance of reality and real issues, teen pregnancy, um, money issues, how to pay for university, where is it coming from? And yes, there is the overall catch, right? The sort of dus a machina, God coming down in the form of Lorelai's parents um, and their wealth. But it also is just really, it's a really nice sort of reminder that you can make it on your own in certain circumstances. And there are a whole host of different characters in here. Um, <laughs> I will say that I uh, was very much like Rory growing up and I carried a book with me everywhere to the point that my siblings used to get mad at me <laughs> because I always just had a book and um, my backpack or bags were always heavy and they just thought it was crazy. But ultimately... Um, these are just characters, right? But characters are typically based off people. And I'm sure Amy Sherman Palladino had some really epic influencers for these guys. And as much as I love the show, I have never listened to Gilmore Guys. Um, and I've never done any sort of deep dives into it. <laughs> because... For me, sometimes that can ruin it when we get too intellectual about 
the things we like when we just need them for comfort it's okay i think i think in some sometimes it's really okay to keep spaces or things that just are as they are and you don't need to analyze them um i am team logan (laughs) and that includes post-revival i guess but um i think jess is a really shitty boyfriend and i don't know why people stand them um i think dean got the shaft because they were looking to create conflict for Rory, and so they brought jess in and they turned dean into someone he originally didn't start out as he was fairly intellectual and a really good match for rory um and i don't think he was a small town guy and the sense of how he says to luke you know this is us this is our life um i mean he grew up in chicago he moved to stars hollow when he was 16 so to me that says like he's more of a big city guy than he is a stars hollow guy but um you know you you do what fits the narrative and the Sometimes writers don't always make it happen in the way that we think it should have or how we wanted it to. Um, I do really love (laughs) the (laughs) movement through the seasons and the familial ties that show up and the dynamics. They go really deep. One of my favorite episodes is um, uh, post (laughs) Rory, uh, quitting Yale and going back and the Gilmores are running around the house, sort of having these arguments and these full open-hearted discussions. And it's just such a magical scene and it's done so well. The acting, the cinematography, the script, it just, oh, the relationships, in the family is so wonderful especially between um emily and lorelei and rory as the years go on it's really nice to see shows depict um mother-daughter relationships growing and evolving and that's that is where uh, i really do enjoy the addition of the revival onto this <laughs> TV series because it takes you that much further, right? And there is something that happens when a long-term partner dies, whether you were just together for a very long time or whether you were married like Emily and Richard and um, how those dynamics shift and sort of the things we can forgive or forget along the way definitely change. But there's also a beauty in acknowledging those fallacies in the relationship. And I don't think anyone would argue that these characters are flawed and they have flaws and they're very human flaws and they have quirks. I think the most healthy couple on this show is is actually probably um, (laughs) TJ and Liz, which is hilarious, but amazing because they both 
are just themselves. And it's really wonderful. It's really wonderful to see characters that are written and they're quirky and they're kind of offside. And that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone just accepts them, right? They, they come up and they butt heads. But they're still able to be themselves and express themselves and, and make it work. So I will continue to rewatch this show um, forever and ever and ever. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if my love for it will ever diminish. I know a lot of people have issues with it and think Rory's spoiled. And yeah, I'm sure in a lot of ways she is. And maybe that's why I resonate with her, because I know I've been spoiled in a lot of ways, too. And um, that privilege we have is there, and sometimes you need someone to point it out before you see it. But she also does have a big heart, and she did give back to her town, and she did things for her mom. (sighs) And sometimes we go you know, to those places that we don't necessarily mean to go because we've never really had to learn to process our emotions. So she steals a boat and goes to jail and quits Yale. And I didn't mean to make that rhyme, but I'm really happy it did. I also want to say that I adore the Life and Death Brigade. And I'm bummed that I never found the Secret Society at my university. Um, If there is one at Queens, I'm sure there is. (laughs) Someone give me the deets now, please. Um, and Omnia Paratus is lovely. And the relationship and Logan pushing Rory outside of her comfort zone in a non-threatening way, I think. It's just, it's a questioning of why are you staying there versus you should do these things. And that is, I think, what a lot of us need in our lives is that gentle questioning, that gentle why are you where you are and do you want to stay there? And if you do, that's okay. But it looks like you might want to expand and open your eyes. And um, I think that's wonderful. So as I continue to have to pry my eyes open, I'm going to shut this down. But if you... um. If you have a favorite show that you watch over and over again for similar reasons as mine. Man, I apologize for that yawn. I also apologize if the sound is off again this week. I'm back on my PC, my MacBook. Wouldn't recognize um, my recording device. and You know, I almost was like, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, you know what, Kathleen? <laughs> It's just a fun week anyways. Let's just let's just see how it works. And um, it always feels better. It always feels better to put something out that maybe you just listen to as you fall asleep or you zone out while you're on a run or a walk or while you're entering some data at work and becoming sort of background noise that fills that buzz. Buzz. To, uh, to get you through. 
Or maybe you really want to know my thoughts and opinions, and I love that too. <laughs> All the reasons are valid. But yeah, if you if you are the same where you sort of have that one show you come back to and you know it like the back of your hand and it just makes you sort of feel alive and feel at peace. And I know that there are many shows that do this for people. Um, let's talk about them. And if it's something I haven't watched, I want to watch it. And I want to have that connection with you and have that discussion with you because the things we like are definitely a product of who we are and um, give insight into that. And I think that's really beautiful and wonderful. As are you. Um, Oh, my God. It's so early. I have not been this tired in a very long time, but it's a good tired. It's a good tired for the most part. So I'm just going to run with it and get the sleep I need because my body's saying I need it. Um, My throat's all funny again, so (laughs) it's good times. I love you. I adore you. Have a wonderful week. If you want to watch an episode of Gilmore Girls and hit me up and talk about it, let's do it. If you were going to peace out, please feel free to peace out and just remember it is just life. You want to take a breath with me? Let's do that now. Just taking a big breath in. And letting it go. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.